I don't hear anything. It's, more, it's working. It's working. He screwed with me. <laughs> Classic. Classic. So, it says we how to manage being an endurance athlete with two working parents. So, essentially, how can one be an endurance athlete when both parents are working full-time jobs? Mm. So it's obviously a time management issue. Exercise, yeah. take care of the kids, working, take care of all the life stuff going on. So I yeah. guess the question would be, Dylan, Wolfman, how do you manage exercise and all your other duties? Oh, I mean, it's challenging. That's the first thing. But you've... Uh gotta stop making excuses and find the time you know sure so excuses is is definitely something that a lot of folks have an issue with right so procrastination um reasons why they can't do things versus reasons why they can or how to just get up and do it no i'm certainly one of them i think we all do it but uh you know at a certain point i just have to the hardest part is that starting point Right. Yeah. Right. So day one, just getting up, getting out the door. So I always tell people, whatever you like to do, do that. So whether it be running or yeah. walking or swimming, biking, get yeah. out and do that one thing that you actually enjoy doing. And if you need to find someone to do it with, because it's, it's yeah. easier when there's someone with you versus doing it by yourself. And start easy, like start slow. You know, if you jump in where you left off, especially if it's something you enjoy doing, you jump in where you left off, you're going to get frustrated. You're going to stop enjoying it. Sure. Just start like you did back in high school, but just get back into it. You know, anyway, right. Right. Even. (laughs) So I think that's a good point. So, you know, I think last time we were talking, we were talking about how you lost 30 pounds in a four month period. Is that accurate? Yeah, 30 pounds, yeah. four months. That's pretty good. So uh, yeah. what what would you say your secret was? Um, I just started telling myself to stop making excuses. <laughs> started to look at the things I could control and stop worrying about the ones that I couldn't, you know. Okay. Um, so would you say that's... Have, what's that? Is that something that you would say you developed from just your your nature or from from college running or from work life or parenting like where, where would you say you pulled uh, that i i would say it's probably a mix i mean i think you probably know as well that if you're doing something like long distance running it is a commitment and there's a certain mindset to it um that's why not everybody does it um and I think part of it was just finding that mindset again, like it was in there. I have a good work ethic. And, um, you know, that I think you learn from your parents and things like that. And um, just deciding that all I kept doing for the last four or five years is make excuses on reasons I couldn't do it. And uh, there was no real reason. So, you know, enough was kind of enough. Right. Well said, young man. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, 
the same with the intake, output and intake. So, you know, doing the same thing with food. Like, you didn't have to eat 15 cookies. You only have to eat two, you know? Would you say that's your record, 15 cookies? I mean, I don't know that I've ever actually counted, but it, you know, if we want to have it documented, I will. I will try to set a cookie record. What's your, what's your soda? What's your soda record? How many sodas was Me? that? Yeah. Oh, uh, I don't know. I'm not a big soda guy. I really? tried that half gallon milk challenge. Yeah, I remember that. That didn't turn out too. Yeah. Good. That I was close. <laughs> you were very close. <laughs> a little too close. But. Soda, I don't know. I've never been big on soda. Um, really, unless it had rum in it. <laughs> <laughs> so, what what would you say is your 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 food vice? Then, what would you say your number one? My food vice is that what you said? Yeah. What would you say your your food go to is that you? Uh... Oh man, probably. Uh, I would say cookies. Cookies. Yeah, my wife says beer. That's we're not talking about liquids. We're talking about food, <laughs> right? Right. Yeah, so, I'd say cookies. Like we got this little mom and pop. Uh, well, it's not very small anymore, but like a produce place, farm goods, home stuff. Yeah, and uh, they make homemade cookies, and they're oh my god, they're like I don't know small plate sized cookies and, uh, <laughs> if, if my wife sends me in for uh, uh, coffee there uh, the cookies are right by the register and I will always get a cookie I don't need it <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think you have that that pattern you know when there's certain stuff that yeah you, you know I think that's how people get stuck in the in the ca- caffeine intake as well because they just it's one coffee after another. So they just go, well, I get a coffee at, you know, 7 a.m. Yeah. Coffee at 6.30. Yeah. I get a coffee at 5. Whatever their routine, yeah. they get stuck in that routine. And that, that has nothing to do with how tired they are, which is why they started the caffeine intake to begin with. Right. You know, beverages, you know, you mentioned beer and same thing. You know, it's it's 5 o'clock. Okay, well, that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like it's used, you know, you don't have to have it. Yeah a beverage at, you know, a certain time and some people get yeah, into I mean, that routine. Yeah. Which is if, if that's your routine, that's your routine. But if you're, if you're trying to hit goals, if you want to be that parent, uh, you know, if you've got two kids and you're trying to work full time and you're trying to be an endurance athlete, well, you're gonna have to skip that. You have to skip that beverage at five. You have to skip the, the golf on the weekend. You have to skip a couple things in order to get the endurance workouts in, in order to be successful. So that, yeah. that's what it is. It's a lot, a lot of not only discipline, but a lot of self-sacrifice. You know, there's, there's a lot oh, of, for sure. you know, things that you want to do that you just can't do because you're going out on that run or that bike or that hike, whatever you're doing for that endurance or that, uh, you know, competition activity. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, we could like, I'm a coffee drinker, you know, I, I, I go back and forth and I don't know. I have, I have, I have issues with, with coffee at times where oh, really? yeah, I feel too, too jumpy, too jittery, you know, just a number of things. I, I tend to get some side effects from it. And then, you know, 
tea tea's nice, but tea just doesn't have the same kick as coffee does, you know? Yeah. There's just something different about that coffee. <laughs> drink tea. <laughs> <laughs> can I- you can always tell the coffee drinkers because they're always revved up, you know. There, there's there's no calmness there. They're like, you know what, they're very yeah. edgy. <laughs> if I don't get this coffee right now, there's gonna be problems. And the tea drinkers are always very mellow, like, yeah, yeah, I mean, maybe I'll try the mango today. Like, I didn't even know there was a mango. Like, why? <laughs> I think like the oolong, the Earl Grey, right? It's like they're they're always very calm. You know, you go to that yeah. that line, they're they're just like talking and having a conversation, and the coffee drinkers are just about to flip out if they don't get their order right away. <laughs> oh, that's fun. fun stuff. So, but yeah, I think so. we'll definitely do a whole segment on that. Like, cause I do want to get into um, alternate forms too and see if there's, you know, you know, if it comes in a different version, you know, run gum or something like that, you know, try that out and see how that works. Oh, versus yeah, I've never versus done coffee. Like that. I know what you mean. A few things is one is get yourself up and get going, find a time that works for you and your schedule, get that workout in whether it be in the first thing in the morning, at the end of the night, uh, middle of the day, if you have to break it up, three three workouts in a day, however you need to do it, but get your workouts in. Uh, you have to you have to make time for it. Um, yeah. So that's definitely, definitely what I would be telling one of my patients who asked me this question. Um, just find a time to do it. Do what you like. Stick mm-hmm. with it. It's going to be very difficult, especially in the beginning. And keep working, working, working at it. Um, yeah. Obviously, you know, get cleared for exercise, make sure you're healthy, doc's okay with your exercise and everything looks good before you get into it. Um, yeah, especially if you're new to it. Yeah. Or you haven't done it in a while. Sure. Sure. Yeah. That's uh, a good point. Yeah. So get back into it one step at a time. Don't get frustrated. You're going to be sore, tired, not feeling too good. All oh, that's pretty, pretty par for the course. It's not going to feel good exercising if you took a break for a while. Even as, you know, in college, we were running. I mean, you take a week off, we would notice a difference in one week. Oh, yeah. You take a month off. I remember that one summer I got sick before preseason. I couldn't oh, run yeah. well. Oh, my gosh. I felt like I was going to die. And three weeks, three weeks off. And uh, literally came back. I felt like I, I was a new runner all over again, trying to compete yeah. with the big dogs. And that was a, a week of torturous running, followed by another week of intense, crazy. Yeah. Know, I was literally running. I was racing every day, racing every day to try to get back into shape. It took me about two weeks of crazy, intense running to get back to the fitness level that I was at prior to getting sick with whatever I had. I don't know who knows what I even had. Yeah, I don't remember that. I do remember that that season, though. Um, What what do they say it takes to to make a habit? How many many days? No idea. You let me know so I can figure it out. Isn't it, isn't it like three, three weeks or something like that? 21 days, somewhere in that range that like, uh, if you can stick with something for that amount of time, it becomes habitual. Uh, let's have our assistant look that up. Assistant, look that up. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll have my people call your people. <laughs> Somebody's people better look that up and have it back to us. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know like, <clears throat> like off the topic, but still on the topic, you know, with, um, noticing what you look like and seeing how you look different. So if you're looking for physical changes, basically um, that would take about two weeks to have a physical. 
you know, change that you notice in the mirror. So that's if you're obviously not taking pictures and photographs, but just looking in the mirror going, Hey, do I look any different? How's my physique for most people that most instances that would take a, a significant amount of time. Obviously there's exceptions. If you're doing something crazy, then it's going to be quicker. Or if you have a really great, you know, metabolism or something, it's going to possibly be different, but right. right. In about two weeks. That's the end of our episode for tonight. Maverick and Wolfman running out.